You are listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we take a closer look at each session and prepare you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Hey, Drew Dixon from Explore the Bible Students, back with you for session three of our study in Ezekiel and Daniel. Again, this is session three, and the the section of Ezekiel we'll be looking at is Ezekiel 20, verses 1 through 14. And our central truth is this, even in God's continued mercy, humanity has continued to sin. Um, so this is a passage that's going to force us to acknowledge a hard reality about the world that we live in, and that is that it's broken, and underneath that, or connected to that, is this reality that we, as human beings, are broken people. Um, God has this history. This is a big part of what the story of the Bible is about, and it's important, I think, as teachers of the Bible, that we help our students get this big picture story, but, um... There's this, the story of the Bible is in part about how God's continued to be kind and good and generous towards us, and we've continued to reject his kindness, goodness, and generosity. Um, we've failed to embrace his kindness, goodness, and generosity. Um, and in fact, in the face of his kindness, goodness, and generosity, we've continued to do our own thing and rebel and live our own way. Um, so... Yeah, that's what a good, happy, this is a happy story, isn't it? Uh, no, it, it really doesn't feel very happy, does it? But there is some good news behind that, and I'll explain. Um, you see, uh, Ezekiel used Israel's own history to reveal God's judgment toward them. He's going to go back and look at how God has um, operated in, in Israel's history, um, and to show how God's opposed to their idolatry. Just as their ancestors had time and time again rebelled against God, so too were they choosing to live outside of his boundaries. Since the very beginning, God has been faithful to Israel, yet in God's continued mercy, humanity has continued to sin. So so in other words, the challenge of this session is going to be to see that that big picture story of the Bible and of the people of God, Israel, plays out in your students' lives. Help them connect the dots that this, hey, this is not just the story of the Bible. This is the story of human beings and so it's the story of you and me and every student in your group. Um, every student in your group has experienced God's mercy and has rebelled against it, has said, that's not for me, and tried to live their own way as if we didn't need his mercy, as if we didn't need him to step in and guide and direct us, uh, when in actuality that's the thing we need most desperately. So I just want to point out I just want to point out a few things in the leader guide that might be helpful. First is question number two, which is one of the key questions, which if you hadn't noticed, you probably probably have by now. But we have key questions, and these are kind of the idea of these is to make sure you hit them. Um, if you have a limited amount of time and can only answer or ask pose a few of the questions in the leader guide, the key questions are ones you don't want to miss. So here's what it says. It says question two says why is it hard for us to be confronted about our sin? How can that confrontation actually be a kindness? Uh, there is no one who likes to be called out, right? Um, your students have been called out probably in class by teachers or called out by a coach or called out by their own parents. And when we're called out for doing something wrong, uh, we immediately get really embarrassed. Um, so, you know, it's never easy to, dif- to face difficult truth, especially truth about bad decisions we've made or ways we've sinned or fallen short. We don't want to have our past dug up and read back to us like a book. We would be flooded with feelings of guilt, shame, and anger. I mean, imagine if um, 
all the thoughts you you've had in the last week could be projected onto a screen in your in your meeting place or your church, and everybody could see everything you've been thinking. You'd be so embarrassed, wouldn't you? I mean, some of your thoughts would be good and fine or whatever, but um, the things we think, even just think about other people, um, the sinful things we think about other people, would be shameful for any of us, I think, to to see and to have everybody be aware of. Um, so yeah, it's not fun to have our sin exposed, but when our sin is exposed, there's a tremendous opportunity there. Um, and we see God's kindness there too, because um, by exposing our sin, God has given us a chance to choose a better path forward, to acknowledge that sin so that we can turn from it and embrace his way and embrace opportunities instead of living selfishly to live for his glory and the good of the people around us. He's inviting us to a better world. Uh, to participate in the building of a better world by saying yes to his commands and no to our selfish desires. So even though none of us like to have our sin exposed, um, there's an opportunity there. There's an opportunity there for growth and for for change, for uh, progress towards Christ and, um, and, and his kingdom. So I hope you see that opportunity. I hope you see that as exciting. Um, And uh, I hope to talk to you again next week as we continue our study of Ezekiel and Daniel. Uh, We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we equip you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Spotify. You can also find the podcast on ministrygrid.com. 